What's up, Albuquerque? Do you ever have one of those mornings where you go to your kitchen cabinet and realize you're out of coffee? Oh, the horror. Well, worry no more because Red Rock Roasters has a new subscription plan where you will never run out of coffee again. Don't believe me? Go down to their brew house and check it out on Jefferson. You can sign up for a subscription for all of your favorite coffees handpicked by their roasters. What's not to love about that? You're gonna have coffee for the rest of your week, month, year, etc. Believe me, it's a necessary thing. Kind of like breathing, actually. Yeah, caffeine is kind of like breathing. I don't know. Anyway, head over to Red Rock Roasters, check it out, and enjoy the show. Hey, this is Lindsay. And this is Ryan. And this is What's Up ABQ. It's Ryan. And this is Lindsay. And today we have Joe Beta here at Eden's Barbershop. So tell us a little bit about where we're located right now physically. Where are we? So we are at Central and Edith almost across the street from Ferrino's and the Grill Cafe, also known as the Edo District, which is East Downtown. And I like to say the up and coming East Downtown District. So I think that I fell in love with this area. It has so much charm. I love the community. I like the people that are here. And it's it's one of those things where I'm downtown but not quite downtown so i think it does have its own little vibe of its own here in this neighborhood of bars so pretty cool been liking it so far and how long have you been here so i have been here for about a year at this exact location uh, but i just opened this business up as of june so. okay wow congratulations like brand stinking new thank you <laughs> okay so i know here yeah, those listening can't see it but i actually just got my hair cut here you can see the pictures we online some pictures okay, we'll have a before and after, but Ryan just did his hair, like he just got his hair cut, which was definitely needed at this point. Um, I even I even let, let the beard get trimmed a little bit, which was a big deal for me. So, but everything turned out very nice. I, I feel a lot better, like a human being again. So, you it's good. Feel. Thank you for trusting me with that. I, know I, have, I have a few clients where they're, they're, they're cool with the haircut and it takes a haircut or two for them to be like, okay, like you can touch the beard now. So, you I, I, yeah, so I, appreciate, I appreciate you letting me just jump right into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wanted to compliment you on your space. This is not a typical barbershop, you, I mean, which I like. I walk in and it's like this hybrid of barbershop slash like art gallery slash local pride kind of situation. Can you describe a little bit um, to people listening? I know you guys can't see it. What we see, like when we first walk in, what's all over the wall? Like, tell us a little bit about how you decided to do that and why and, and what your inspiration was for that. Well, first of all, thank you so much for saying that because it's one of those things where I kind of started with this vision and to hear from people where they walk in and say like, it's this hybrid, it's it's a barbershop, but it's not quite like another barbershop that I have seen. And that's kind of like what I was going for. So I have a ton of artwork up on the walls. Right now I'm featuring about five to seven local artists. I started in June where I threw my first art pop-up where I kind of didn't know what I was doing, but I had a lot of friends that were into artwork. And it was one of those things where it was a win-win almost. So I was like, hey, how about you come throw your stuff up on my wall, give a chance to showcase your stuff and maybe even sell it. And at the same time, I get to one, give back and support local by supporting all these local artists and then two I just have all this super cool artwork that's up and I think it's beautiful it keeps it fresh um, I try to throw these art pop-ups I've had two since June and I'm actually having my third one coming up the last Sunday of this month it's gonna be September 29th it's gonna be from 4 to 8 p.m. I'm actually collabing with one of my really good friends uh, Diego Weston he's a local artist here himself it's gonna be art 
or more battle of the artists and we're going to do it's chapter two vintage we're expecting a big turnout for this one i'm super excited it's it's cool that i'm getting to collab with a lot of like-minded people as my as my own and it, it's cool to kind of start with a vision and, and it just grows it's like this momentum out of nowhere kind of just starts to go for instance like when i started my first art pop-up i had maybe four artists five artists really close friends of mine that like supported me and really saw the vision as well and since then it's it's beautiful like i literally have artists walking my door and saying like hey this is cool you do this like i do art as well as like can i come throw my stuff up as well so it, it's cool it's definitely one of those things like to, to see the growth just within the last like three months or so it's been amazing so so you're a barber by trade yes like yes. i hope i mean i hope yeah <laughs> so so so, so what i want to know who cuts your hair actually i haven't gotten a haircut in uh in about a year now Ooh. yeah it's, it's one of those things and uh and you know and I, I got I did get a lot of crap for it like when I first decided to grow it out but I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like it's unique it's it's a lot of people don't see a barber with longer hair and people tell me all the time like oh you can't be a barber and have long hair and my response is why not so true so true yeah why not like I can still give the haircut that I'm looking to give and so it, I haven't gotten a haircut in a while it's definitely been a long time I don't know I'm kind of letting it go for now I finally hit a stage where it, where it definitely looks okay not getting as much crap as I was before. So <laughs> it's one of those things. I just I think that if you like you truly believe in something, you shouldn't let people kind of get in the way of telling you can't do it. Like you can really do anything you want at the end of the day. So absolutely. And you had we had talked a little bit before the podcast, and I thought this is really interesting. I wanted to bring it up, and um, I was really touched by what you said. You had talked about receiving certain guests in here and uh, giving them free haircuts. Do you want to kind of elaborate on that? Oh yeah, um, I so, love that idea. It's uh, really thank cool. you. No, yeah. So it's one of these things where I just, even just as myself, I try to do like one good deed a day. Um, and there's often times where I get the opportunity to cut people that are homeless or on the streets or kind of in between. They'll walk in during like business hours, but if I can tell that they're, they kind of come in and they genuinely need the cut or they're being genuine with me, I'm like, you know what, come back at the end of the day, like I can help you out with that. And it's just one of those things that I kind of do just uh, to, to try to give back to the community, one. And then two, a haircut is, is you don't really realize how much power and like energy comes behind it. Uh, haircut so I think just even a haircut if, if that can just brighten their day and, and just that like I think that's awesome there's been so many times too where I do give uh, people that are on the streets haircuts and it, uh, it just them leaving afterwards and their expression when I show them the mirror it's like they're almost a whole new person and they they just get so excited and they're so happy about it and some even offer they're like man like I don't have money now but I'll come back and I'll pay you and it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what I didn't do it because I, I wanted like I didn't even expect payment in the first place like I just hope that if anything it can help your day turn around or keep it going that's what I tell people too I'm like you know what pass it on I try to do one good thing a day so maybe you can do the same so Absolutely. I, I think that's, yeah. that's awesome because I think a lot of times like we don't we don't think about something as simple as getting a haircut as like changing somebody's or being a big deal but for some people but like think well, for anybody really like I guess. you're talking about you know you're you're letting someone into your space and you're you're valuing them as a guest like yeah. that is an annoyance no um, yeah and you're offering them that piece well, of humanity and i have to say use a fair hand with straight razor and uh, uh, yeah. that takes a level of trust you know so. yeah yeah 
No, it, I wouldn't know. But. It, it definitely does. It's one of those things where I, I feel like as you get older, especially life just happens. It's so fast paced. And then I try to really not judge people. And I try to just see them as who they are as like human beings at the end of the day, whether they're on the streets or they're one of my clients or no matter who it is, like you don't know their story. So it's one of those things that you just got to kind of move forward with it and try to give back the best way that you can. So I think that it's, it's a start. I, I definitely kind of want to start pushing for more. Um, this art battle that we are going to do at the end of the month, there's a $20 buy-in for the artists that are competing and 10 of it is going to go towards the pot. So whoever wins, like we're going to vote at the end, whoever wins gets the pot. But the other 10 is going to go towards helping either kiddos or the homeless getting haircuts. So that's kind of like what it's going to go for. So I, I think it's cool because it's one of those things where the community comes out and supports and we're all getting back in a type of way, like whether it be me or the artists that are out there buying in to do it as well and just giving their time to come in and paint and just, we're looking genuinely like, I, I met with Diego, my good friend that I'm collabing with on this, on this next show and it was one of those things where we both just said like we Albuquerque is an amazing place and we want to make fun stuff to do for people and kiddos and like the community to be around like we were trying to create these events for people to actually do and like be involved in and right. build a sense of community so I think that's kind of like what our vision and our goal is and I'm excited to just keep pushing for more so if somebody wants to get involved in the in the pop-up and they want to maybe enter some art or they're like interested in just showing up um, how do they get in touch with you how so you the, the best way to get in touch with me is to follow me on either social media. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'm just at Edo's Barbershop, E-D-O-S, and then Barbershop. Um, that's the best way to go hold me there. I like to post all of like, the artwork I do have in there. I post the art pop-up flyers on there as well. I also ask artists I like to follow them on their handle, and that's kind of how we go back and forth. So if you're interested, like give me a follow on social media. If not, you're always more than welcome to just drop by the shop and say, hey, like I, I heard about this thing you have going on and I want to be a part of it. So also get your haircut. Yeah, also get your haircut. So yeah, that'd just be the best way. It's just either social media or come in and just say what's up. So So do you have people who make appointments? Do they walk in? I mean, uh, what yes, do you I, do, I do offer appointments. Uh, you can also book me through my Instagram or just on my website as well. So it's super convenient. You just go in, you can hit the square. I book through square. So uh, right now I'm doing the majority of my characters through appointments, but I also do accept walk-ins as well. So cool. yeah, so I do do both. So do you have a favorite haircut that you like to give? Uh, like, like, that's a good question. like what's your favorite? I mean, if you have one, I don't know. That's a like, good question. I used to be a barista, and I used to have favorite drinks yeah, to make. Yeah, the favorite drinks like. well. I think one of my absolute favorite haircuts is when someone comes in with their hair that's been grown out for four years, and they say, you know, like, I'm done, I'm, done, I'm sick of it, just do what you think. And, and I'm like, okay, like, am I free to just really take it all off? Are you kidding? And, and all of them are like, no, man, just go ahead, like, do it. And I think that, that those are, like, definitely some of my favorite, because it's, it's, it's a transformation. Like, I have people walking in looking like a, like a whole other person and they get that cut and it's like man I don't even know who you are it's, right. it's crazy so I think that that's definitely like one of my favorite haircuts uh, another would be just your classic like gentleman's haircut like the come over with the part and the fade and then I do it is super fun I love beards I like doing a lot of beard work <laughs> I really do it. and I think I love them because when I first started that's what I struggled with the most was trying to be able to like work with beards and get them to where I want. And I finally feel like I'm at that place where I'm comfortable with being super proud and saying like, I can kill it. You know what I mean? I can kill it with the beard, I can get it going. So I think that those are like some of my favorites as well. So. I feel like you need to have like a pop-up where you also have like a beard competition. Like a beard competition. A beard off. A beard off. I don't even know, but you want to keep the beard on. Well, yeah. Yeah. A beard on. Beard 
green bearding. The green bearding. I don't know. That's pretty dumb. That's a good, but, no, that's a good idea. I like it. That's something I'm gonna, that's noted. I'm so All the new people that have really nappy bearded friends can bring them in and yeah. be like, here, you're bring your hipsters. Congratulations. Yes, hipsters still are bringing here. <laughs> so uh, what I want to know is how, how did you first get into to doing haircuts? Into doing haircuts. That's, yeah. a, good, that's a good question. Um, I started cutting hair in middle school, actually. Okay. And it was one of those things where, like, if you'd have asked me 10 years ago if I would have been a barber, I would have been like, uh, I don't think so. I'm not quite sure. But I owe it to my younger brother. Uh, my younger brother, Adrian, is definitely the one who got me into cutting hair. He And not even because I wanted to. It was one of those things where he was like, you know what, man? Like, I, I want this type of haircut. You think you can, you can try it on me? And I would say no. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not even going to attempt to touch your hair. And he would get into it on his like He would start cutting his own hair and completely butcher it. And he'd come to me and then be like, well, you have no choice. Like, it's already messed up and you have to help me fix it. And I'd be like, oh, here, man. So we'd sit there and we'd do it. And it was just trial and error. It was one of these things that took me a good while. I, I, I kind of taught myself how to cut hair. I watched YouTube, a lot of YouTube videos online. That's really kind of like what set the basis on how to like follow, how to get started with it. And um, and then it just took off from there. It, it started with my brother. And then after some time, I, I definitely got like decent at cutting his hair. And then he'd walk around school and his friends would be like, hey, man, that's a fresh fade. Like, who cuts your hair? He's like, my brother does. But at the time, it was one of those things where I, I was like, cool, five bucks, I can cut you on my mom's porch outside and, and we'll go from there. And, it, and it's really cool because I, I started off there and I still have a handful of clients that come to me today that I that I started That's off cool. with on my mom's porch back home. Yeah. So. You're like, yeah, I remember cutting your hair when you were like yeah. eighth grade. Have they changed their haircut since then? Uh, yeah, they definitely <laughs> my brother as well. One of the funniest ones is we got to, it was like crazy hair day coming up. And and he was like, man, I want to go old man status. And I was like, what is, what is the old man, what does that even mean? Explain to me what you want. And, yeah, and I was like, what does old man status mean? And he's like, I want to shave everything on the top crown of my head bald and leave everything on the side. <laughs> and I was like, dude, mom is going to kill us. Like, we cannot, like, no, I'm not going to do that to you. And he was like, come on, dude, please. Like, he begged me, and I said no. Please tell me my, no. My brother, being, my brother being my brother went ahead and did it himself. He, he did it. And I, I could hear him in the restroom, like, sort of, like, he was in there trying to put his hair struggling. Finally came, he's like, dude, like, I did it. You just got to fix it at this point. And I was like, okay, I'll make it look decent, but, like, don't. I had, I had absolutely nothing to do with this at all. I said my name on this. So he agrees. He agrees with me. And then we're on our way to school the next day, and our mom's, my mom's driving, and he's sitting shotgun. And he's wearing a hat. My parents have still not noticed yet. And he kind of looks over at me, looks at her, and he's like, should I tell her? And I, my heart dropped. I was like, oh, oh. I'm telling you. But I just <laughs> no. like, what? So he takes his hat off and he's bald on top and hair on the sides. And my mom just so happened to be a teacher at the middle school that we were going to at the time. So she was, she was upset. She was, <laughs> she was, it was not her finest moment. But yeah, it was cool. I remember all these crazy memories just starting off then. And I didn't think it really go anywhere. But it was one of those things where it just word of mouth and kind of kept building. And then I eventually got to this point where. I had so many people, like friends, close friends, and just people around me that I was putting their hair in. I felt like it was my way to just stay in connection with them to connect. Like everybody would kind of reach out to me before before the school dances or before a big event. And it was cool because it turned into one of these things where like it was me connecting with all my friends on this other type of level that not, not, not a lot of other people did. So it was cool. I also owe a big part of me becoming a barber to my auntie, my aunt Cece. She's been a cosmetologist here in Albuquerque for going on 20 plus years now. She's amazing. I 
actually started school at UNM and I was a full-time student at the time and she was the one who was like, you know what, you're getting good at it. I think you should take this, you should take it to the next level. You need to go get your, your, your trade for it. And in my head, I was like, no, I'm busy. I'm a full-time student already. Like I, I don't have time. And uh, she literally, she picked me up one day and she took me to the barber school that she, she knew one of the owners of a barber school here in town. And she's like, I told him so much about you. And I just think that you just, you need to, you just need to go in and like kind of beat him and go from there. And so she picked me up and she took me to school and it was just one of those things where like I did, I met the owner. Um, I went to a very new academy. But shout out to Pat Jenkins. He was my barber school instructor. Where is that? I think I've seen it. It used to be off of San Mateo in Columbus, but they recently just moved to their off of like San Mateo and Manal now. Kind of tucked away there. Um, yeah, there's a school right by them. It was an amazing school. I just felt this sense of community with him, and he also supported me a ton. He loved that. I, he loved the fact that I was in school and trying to get my trade as well. So he worked with me with my schedule. I was able to do evenings and weekends, and it took me a year while I was in school full time, and I graduated with my trade, and then I just started after that. It's just I never looked back. So nice. Yeah. So and it's so funny because you were telling us earlier that your your degree is in psychology and. Um, Business, right? yeah, business. Yeah, I graduated from Anderson uh, yeah. a couple years ago. My degree is business administration. My concentration was marketing and then minor in cyber. So. so do you feel like a lot of your clients and customers come in and like they kind of give that talk therapy as well? Like do you get do you, do you give that kind of like talk therapy situation um, when they come in, they tell you all about their life and what's yeah, going on? Yeah, like, it's kind of crazy at the same time. I feel like <laughs> I joke with people, but I kind of don't. I've really considered it. I've, I've considered going back to school to become like a counselor mm -hmm. or just to be able to like help people in that sense it's one of those things where I've learned over some time now. I've been cutting hair now for about four and a half years with my license. And it's one of those things like people, I guess the best way to learn people is just by being around and working with people and kind of learning from your experiences and moving forward. But yeah, there's so many times where just people that I don't even know just come in and they start to vent to me and they kind of like ask like a lot of times I like to listen but if they do ask for my advice I try to give them my two cents on however I feel about the situation but it happens so many times where people come in and they're like man I, I like you're like my counselor like I tell you everything it's insane and I, I joke around I tell people like oh I get to 20 bucks but like a year to listen and advice is free like I'll always be here for you to come in I had a funny story I had a client that came in one time he had literally just gotten a haircut maybe four days before and he came back four days later for another like a touch up and I was like do your hair I was like your hair looks fine you might have it hasn't grown that much it, but yeah I was like it hasn't grown that much but he came in to, to just vent about like stuff he had going on in his life and he was like he was like honestly dude I didn't need the, I didn't need another haircut I just wanted to come talk to you Aww. and I thought that was super cool but I was like you know what man like you, if you want to be like you can always just invite me out to go get a coffee or a beer or something like that as well like, you don't have to just come back yeah I was like I'll still talk to you you don't have to come back every time. <laughs> later just to talk but it's also cool because it, it it's one of these things where I have like I feel like I have a place you know what I mean like it's one of these things I get to give back and that's kind of like why I do all this at the end of the day is to just give back to others and help them as best as I can based off of my experiences or just even set an example of like what I'm doing now so it's been cool it's been a beautiful ride so far I'm excited to kind of see what the future has in store as well so all right well we're coming up on about halfway so we are going to take a quick break and we will be right Back. What's up, Albuquerque? This is Ryan. Are you a small business owner, entrepreneur, or creative trying to reach more people with their awesome product, service, or brand? 
Right here in the middle of our show, Lindsay and I have reserved up to three minutes just for you. All we're asking is 30 bucks a minute. We'd be happy to plug your very own awesome endeavor right here on What's Up ABQ. Want to sponsor an episode? For 100 bucks, we'll give you the middle, plus extra plugs at the beginning and end of the show, too. To get started, send us an email at abqwhatsapp at gmail.com. That's abqwhatsapp at gmail.com. Together, let's keep shining a light on all the wonderful things and people which make Albuquerque awesome. Ciao. Uh, maybe you know you, your finger slid on slid on the, uh, the podcast dial. Go ahead, reintroduce yourself. Uh, so my name is Joe Beta, and I am the owner here at Eva's Barbershop. And you're located off of Central here. We're uh, we're we're con- uh, competing with a little bit of sound from construction happening outside right now in the lovely um, art corridor that we have happening. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loves that art. <laughs> I feel like that's like a thing we keep talking about. So has that affected your business at all, or is it? Um, arts, arts has affected my business. So I've been, I officially opened uh, this location in, as of June. The first month was amazing. Like I was getting a lot of good traffic just because the shop, the storefront's right here at Off Central. Just over the course of the last two, three weeks, they started doing construction again. And I, like I said earlier, I, have, I do a lot of my appointments like they occur in advance, but it is a little bit more difficult for people that are trying to like find me that are kind of like first timer. Um, another thing is I have noticed a decrease in the first time. Well, yeah, I mean, like we were saying when we were getting here, like, two, where are we going to park? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's one of those things. Unfortunately, I do have this, this parking lot right here on Edith and Central right on the right hand Oh, okay. Side. Oh, well, now we know. Area. Yeah, so it's free parking <laughs> area. Yeah. So for next time, you guys can you park there for free. Right. Fingers crossed it stays like that for a while now. But, yeah. yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it, it has, I have noticed, like, a little bit of a decrease in, like, my foot traffic here. Um, but I'm definitely not the only one. The, the shop that I cut at for years prior to this was right there um, across the street from UNM as well, Campus Barbershop. And um, like I was talking to you guys about it earlier, it's one of those things where I remember when they started art two, three years ago, it was a big deal to him and to me, I was kind of like, well, it's not really that big of a deal. But now that I do have my own business right off Central and it is affecting me, it's, it's one of those things where I, do, I look back and I'm like, okay, I get it now. Like I definitely see where he was coming from as well. When do you think art will be done? <laughs> Like, if you're not understanding each other, sometimes it's just, it's a miscommunication at the end of the day. And I think that it could be resolved by just talking or giving people a heads up and kind of keep letting people know where we're at with it. I think a lot of people are frustrated, though, because we kind of made that joke earlier. We said it was going to be done in November, and nobody knows which November. Yeah, which November. Yeah, which November <laughs> we're talking about. But like I was saying, it's just one of those things, like, I guess. 
guys are happy they look different now. So I, I, it's it's hopefully when they are done with it, it is it does go smoothly and it is what they hope for. So I really do hope that it does like bring a little bit of extra personality to the community and right here off central. I hope it it's, it does what it's meant to do. So yeah, well, hopefully I mean hopefully when it's all said and done in November. <laughs> um, that it'll bring some more traffic, it'll make it easier for people to get here, you know, maybe people expand their horizons a little bit and uh, take a little, take a little ride, get the haircut, sure. yeah. all that good stuff. So you were saying that you were originally from Espanol? Yes. So, yes. so why Albuquerque? Well, so I was born in Albuquerque, lived here until I was about six or seven, I moved back to Espanol, lived there, I, I grew up in Espanol pretty much, I lived there all the way through high school, and then I moved down to Albuquerque, let's see, I'm going on seven years now, and I moved down to attend UNM. I started at UNM, um, and Albuquerque has just always been a home away from home for me. I have aunties and uncles that live here, and cousins, and really good friends, and it was one of those things, it's like, whenever you move to a new city, it's kind of scary and nerve-wracking at first, but after being there for some time, you figure out, like, you you, you network, and you meet people, and you find a community that fits you, and uh, Albuquerque is just, it's, it's my home, it's my city, like, I love this city, I think it has a ton of potential. I, it's it's so different than anywhere else I've ever been before, and I think it kind of goes back to like we have this sense of we have this culture here, this sense of culture, and, and and what I mean by that is like it's a melting pot. There's so many different types of people here in Albuquerque, and I think it's beautiful that we can all kind of mesh together and and take from this and give from that, and I think it makes a very unique, like crazy, beautiful place. Albuquerque is like it's definitely one of those things. Like I talk to my friends about it, like it's our city, and I love it, and I just want to I want to keep building and finding a way to to make it better, so. So where do you see the city going in the future? Uh, I, I see the city, I think we, we might be behind on certain stuff, but I do see the city moving forward and making all of these big like renovations and kind of moving like to get to where we want to be with that. Like with just this, this neighborhood in general, like the Hito district, the East downtown district. I actually came up with the name, I was cleaning a client's hair in here before I come up with the name and he was like, yeah, man, like I, like, I love the location. You're you're right off the freeway. Like, there's so much around you. You have, like, these little, like, cafes and restaurants. And, and it's so awesome. It's like, you're in the up-and-coming Edo district. And I, and I just love the way it sounded. I was like, up-and-coming. Like, this is like, this, yeah. this being revitalized. And so I think I might have made the jump here, like, right at the perfect timing, because I think within the next few years or so, it's really just going to start to kind of pop up and get to where we want it to be, so. You know, it's so funny, because I used to live down here off of Walter Street mm-hmm. back in my not married, no kids days. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> and it's crazy, even even then, you know, there was, that was, I don't want to date myself, but it was about a decade ago. Um, <laughs> do that, math, do that, math. That was when it was just like starting to kind of like have this inkling that, hey, this could be a really cool area if yeah. people put some energy and some, you know, revitalization effort into it. And it's crazy to see it now and just be like, oh my gosh, even in a decade, it's changed so much for the better. Yeah. I can only imagine how much more this neighborhood is going to grow and thrive in the next like 10 years. Well, yeah, and I, you know, like your, your old place that you had is a special heart in place in my heart. It's like my favorite apartment that I've ever well, it was, yeah. I would tell me house top floor. Yeah. I would come and visit for college and like, yeah. like fond memories and you know, eventually in about a year, like I want to buy a house again and I'm looking down here because I like old houses. Yeah, I just, I met a client the other day, um, 
he wasn't uh, native to New Mexico, but he's been here for some time, and he just absolutely fell in love with the area. And he said, it, specifically, this East Downtown District, and he says he's been scrutinized like a lot by people where they're like, wow, would, why would you buy a house there? You're raising your kids, and you have your family there. And he's like, a lot of people just don't understand. It's, it's this like community that's so, it's so different. It has a charm to it. It has like this old historic feel at the same time, as well as this new kind of like upcoming vibe that's with it as well. And he, he expressed to me how he raised all of his kiddos here. Um, him and his wife still live here and he's absolutely loved it. Like he said, it's just one of those things that he's... Well, and, it, and it's funny you mention that because, you know, right now my wife and I are renting like the way down South Valley and everyone's like, well, why do you want to live in the South Valley? And yeah. it's funny, I mentioned that, that sentiment to other people who live down there and they're like, South Valley's great, just don't tell anyone, you know? Yeah. Like, like they don't want it to get ruined. Yeah, it's just yeah. a good. It's just a good place to live, and I feel like a lot of the pockets in the city have changed. Yeah, you know what, yeah. what you assume is bad isn't is actually really nice. Yeah. You know, even when we when we lived here, and it wasn't like the quote unquote best area to live at the time, we never had any problems really. It was like I think we had our bikes stolen once, but that's because we left it on our porch at night, yeah. like, and it was just yeah. kind of a dumb choice on our part. But like <laughs> we never had like issues, and I love that everything is so walkable here. Like, yeah, it's a great yeah. Like, walkable community. Well, especially with how traffic's been lately. Um, for the fire and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, East Downtown is definitely a place that's thriving and it's going to continue to thrive. I think I don't see any reason why it wouldn't. So. Yeah, me either. I agree with you. I do. I love how they just implemented the scooters here in mm-hmm. the downtown as well. Like, I think that's super cool. A lot of clients that drive down are there from like UNM or they live downtown and they can hop on a scooter and come to the shop and check it out and like kind of go all the way around and explore the city in a way. Because there's a difference between driving around some like a place and then actually walking it and getting to, oh, yeah. to see all of it. And I think that they kind of implemented that, and that was like another step as far as going to like, like bring it to like that next step or level where we want it to be. So well, there's definitely something about hurrying slowly. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That gives you a different kind of take on things. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. I definitely agree. So if somebody wanted to get started cutting hair. Mm-hmm. Where would you suggest they start? Let's say they're in high school now, maybe they're in middle school and they're thinking about it or they're like, yeah, that might be something that I could do or like, it's an idea, it's an option for me. Like, how do you suggest getting started? I I would suggest, so the biggest piece of advice that I give, especially now that I just kind of went through college and finished up and learned so much about myself, it was one of these things where I'm the type of person where someone can tell me a million times not to do something and then I have to go make the mistake myself to learn. So it's like, you learn a lot from failure, at least I do when I did through school. And I think not only with just cutting hair, but like whatever you're trying to get into, like a lot of advice I give my younger clients is just get your feet wet. Like you'll never know unless you try. So um, going back to your question of like, how do you get started cutting hair? I'd say find a, find a brother, find a friend, find somebody that's gonna let you cut their hair and say, hey, dude, like, will you let me practice on you for free? And start with that and kind of go from there and, and get into it and, and really start just going on. Like, don't wait till you're in school to start teaching yourself because you don't, you, not essentially, you, like you don't have to school, go to school to learn how, but it's one of those things where just get your feet wet, try maybe start trying it. And if it's one of those things that you feel like you have just this feeling deep down inside that you want to do it, I go forward from there. Super simple, every single barber school that I have been in contact here in Albuquerque has been amazing. They've all been really just opening and like open to everything. You know what I mean? Like I go in just recently, like I'm looking to hire. So I've gone into a few barber schools to drop off business cards and all of them have been really cool. So it's just one of those things like get your feet wet, just start and then go from there. Go into a few schools actually. Don't just go to one, but go to a few and pick up some 
cards and ask like what their what their schooling is like because everyone's different. So you're more you have to go in and kind of find it on your own. I feel like it's one of those things. Just whatever fits best for you. And so like I have another question. Sorry, I just thought of this. No, one, but okay. I'm curious. And I'm not a guy, so I don't. I'm a little barber. Yeah. But <laughs> what's the difference between a good barber and a bad barber? Like what should you look for when you're looking for like a quality barber? So the difference between like a good barber and a bad barber. I, I stand by this too. Is you can you can get a good to decent haircut in the majority of shops that you're going to walk into here in town. Like there's a very there's a lot of very talented people here, especially in the Albuquerque area. But I think what separates a good barber from like a decent barber even is the experience, the the sense of feeling like a part of the community or a part of the place. Like I said, I'm from Espanola originally, and I still have some clients that drive all the way from Espanola to Albuquerque to get haircuts. And they're like, yeah, it's man. Like, they say like, yeah, man, my mom thinks I'm crazy. Like she's told me every time I come down here. But what she doesn't understand is like, I feel welcome here. It's a, it's a community. It's an experience. Like I get to come in and, and I just have a hard time like going into places where I walk in and sit there and nobody even addresses me. Or I just, I get the haircut and the barber's listening to music. He has his headphones in the whole haircut and doesn't choose to like say, hey, how's your day one? So I think that what can really separate a good barber from a decent one is just the experience and the conversation. And a lot of my clients tell me that they say like, you know, like, I, I, I love your haircuts, but what keeps coming back is just you as a person and being able to talk to you and being able to like go back and forth. And I'm very fortunate. A lot of my clients have been cutting for four to five years now. And at this point, I feel like we're almost like, you know, like really good friends and family even because it's, we, we both seen each other grow. Like I said, my clients like to vent to me, but I also vent to them. So I think that's kind of like the difference between a good and a bad. So it's a big, important question. Yeah. Okay. If you listen to shows and you know it's coming. Uh -huh. <laughs> Red or green? Uh, Christmas. Okay. Christmas. Definitely Christmas. Favorite place? Uh, as far as uh, to get good, good yeah, Christmas, yeah, red or green, like favorite red place or green place, yeah, that Christmas a, place. That is such a hard question, um, yeah. just because there are so many. Like I love food. I love like food is like one of my favorite things to do. Um, not including your grandma's house. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of cool that one out because everyone's like, oh my grandma, and we're like, okay, that, that's a given. Like, yes, um, grandma wins. Like she trumps you yeah. know every restaurant, but like aside yeah. from grandma. So I think let me see. I'm gonna try to like stay top three as far as like red and green spray goes but um number one for me would probably have to be burrito lady off of eubank i don't know if you guys have heard of her like been there before but it's the hottest chili i've ever tried but i absolutely love it it's one of those things like i get two bites into the burrito and you can't stop because it's so hot you just gotta keep going it's but so much it's, pain but it's yeah, so good it's, pain, it's so good it's a good burn yeah, it's, a good, it's a good burn so that's one of them and then uh duran's pharmacy down in the weird in like old town almost is like one of my absolute favorites as well and then i'd have to say either Tia Betty B's or Tia, Tia B's like mm. yes Tia Betty B's I'm sorry or Tia B's like those two are one of like they're up there like those are those are like I think they're tied in my head they're tied with <laughs> you guys places. waffles covered in chili like it doesn't get better than what more, more do you want <laughs> I know <laughs> exactly, so. oh my gosh and then you had mentioned our coffee drinker beer drinker what's your favorite place to get a beer favorite coffee um, let's see so a beer that's a good question I'd have to say Lacumbre and I'm a little bit biased just because my girlfriend works at Lacumbre 
working over here on the west side. Of, You're a lot of uh, yeah, so, <laughs> As I say, she she brings home a four pack of the new releases every other week, and it's hard to not try this stuff. So I love the here a lot. And as far as coffee goes, um, let's see. I like Humble Downtown is really good. Uh, there's Little Bear Coffee, which is really good as well. I used to satellite because I worked right next door to them. They were, and I just like the people that worked there. They were super cool. They always used to give me like the neighborhood discount and stuff, which is which is awesome. Like I it's basically cool, like, yeah, like, oh that's cool. Like we're all in the same community, like neighborhood and community, and it's cool. They kind of like it, it. It goes back to like what I was saying, just appreciating those that support you and kind of letting them know like, hey, look, I appreciate you. Let me help you out this one time and give you a discount, or let me help you out with this. So yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites as well. So so do you offer any kind of discounts um, when you cut hair for people in the community, anything like that? I try to offer, I, I haven't yet, but I want to offer discounts for students. Um, kind of, it's like, I know the semester is already a few weeks into it, but it's one of those things, like I remember being a student and being super stressed out, and I think that hard work should pay off. It may not be with just them seeing it directly, but I want to start offering student discounts. And then another one would be just to people that serve our city, whether it be police officers, firefighters, paramedics, I have um, two of my really close friends, one's a paramedic, the other just became a police officer, and then I have another really good friend that's a firefighter as well. And it's one of those things like, they, I see them giving back each and every single day, and we talk about it where they say like, yeah, it's just my job is so rewarding in its own, but they definitely go through a lot. So I think that that's something that I definitely want to start offering for as well. I think it's fitting given we're actually recording this on 9-11, so that's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, yeah. think about that, and it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, I think a lot of times we, I don't want to see we ignore what they do, but we just yeah. sort of like go, oh, well, it's their job. You know what I mean? But it's nice to reward people, like, no, like yeah. I said, when they're doing yeah, that. It truly is. So. Yeah, it truly is. It's one of those things. I believe in common. I think if, you, if you're a good person and you put that good energy out there, it's going to come back to you some sort of way. It might not be directly, but maybe indirectly, or even later on down the road, it will. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So if there's something that you could share with people listening right now, maybe that you've learned over your time cutting, uh, what would it be? Um, if there's one thing I learned, it's don't judge a book by its cover. Um, as cheesy as it sounds, but it's just one of those things where I, I think people are just beautiful, whether they're broken or are on the streets or whether they're doing like well for themselves and successful. And I think that there's a wide like range in between. And it's one of those things where just truly give people the time of day, like look at them, like you would hope that they would look at you in that sense. And, and cutting hair definitely changed my perspective on it. I kind of went into cutting hair with, I, I don't want to say like super close-minded, but I was kind of, it was one of those things where like if a homeless person walked in, I wouldn't even think twice about being like, hey, come back later today. But over the years, I was able to see that like, people are people and you can always learn something, whether it's from someone younger than you, older than you, whether they're on the streets, whether they're successful, you can always learn. Like, just don't don't stop learning. Just keep your be open to positive criticism, be open to those around you. And I think that's the quickest way that you can grow and learn as a person, so. Awesome. Well, so once again, just let people know where you're at. What's your address here? Where are you? How can they find you on Instagram? Okay. Um, so that they can kind of follow. Cool, so the, the location is 521 Central Avenue, Northeast. You can park. I'm right here off of Central and Eden, essentially. You can park. There's a parking lot right here, right off Central and Eden, across the street from Farina, so you can park in for free. If not, there's parking all along the street that you can pay for as well. Um, the best way you can stay connected with me and kind of reach out would be on my social media, which would be Facebook and Instagram, which is just at Edo's Barbershop, E-D-O-S, and then E-A-R-E-E-R-S-H-O-P. Um, 
Um, and that would be the best way to just kind of connect with me. And like I said, it, if I am more than welcome to just people walking in the door and coming introducing themselves and saying like, hey, I want to be a part of whether it be the artwork or whether they want to come and get a haircut. At the end of the day, I'm trying to differentiate myself in this way that I, I it's, it's an open and welcome like like shop. I want it to be open and welcome to not only men to come get their haircut, but women as well and their girlfriends. And like this morning, I had a client who brought his mom in, and she absolutely lit up. She loved the artwork. She loved she loved the plants. She loved everything in here. So it's just so beautiful to see that I can kind of reach out to like not just this one set like clientele base. Like I'm trying to push for more, and that's another reason. Why I push for the art as well because I, I'm a huge fan of art. Um, I want to support local, and it's one of those things where I get to do my part and kind of give back by supporting them and then bringing in that crowd as well. So it's kind of cool that you have like other people's art on the wall, and then your art is like working on people's hair and getting uh, them to feel good. It's, uh, it's like a like all encompassing art kind of situation. So this is really an art gallery, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of. Living uh -huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, you guys, I know you can't see Ryan right now. I will post pictures um, before and after. I love your work. It's Thank wonderful. You. Well done. Um, and it feels good. This guy cleans up pretty nice. Wow. Well, he does, he does, he does. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so next, I'm going to have to bring my husband in here and for the dreaded beard beard trend. Mm -hmm. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, definitely so, bring a lot. And you have a really cool little backdrop, too. I meant to mention that. Like, if you people will, like, want to take an IG picture, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, he has a killer, like, backdrop in here. Like, you can kind of, like, show off your new yeah, fresh cut. <laughs> Ryan did. You'll see it on the on the page. But, um, yeah, so I'm just really excited to, to be able to talk to you. This is a really great space, and I hope that everybody will get a chance to come down and, and really check it out. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and we'll keep you, uh, you guys, the listeners, updated on the pop-up coming up on September 29th, because that's yeah. going to be coming up pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, it's coming up. Turn on the choir. Hope to see you all there. It's a free event open to all ages. Uh, we're going to have, hopefully, a few food trucks. We're going to have several vendors selling T-shirts and artwork and hats and stuff. And then we're going to come support local. We're going to have all these artists out here painting, and they're all very talented, which is cool. And if you're an artist yourself and you're interested in jumping in, you just bring a canvas, and it's a $20 buy and the winner gets the pot. Like I said, half of all the proceeds go towards helping like kiddos or the homeless get a haircut. So it, it's great. It's, it's giving back to the community. And then on top of that, it's another thing. It's just a fun thing to do on a Sunday if you don't have anything going on. So yeah, I'd love to see you all there. Sweet. Well, Joe, thank you so much for letting us come into your space. Thank yeah. you guys. Yeah, thank you guys for stopping by. It was great talking to both of you. Yeah. You guys all just have this cool like vibe and personality. Oh, And thank you for cleaning up my brother's oh, smile. Yeah. yeah, I know. He was oh. gross. No. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Yeah, really thank you. Your time. And guys, check them out if you get yeah. a chance. The episode you just listened to was made possible by the hardworking folks down at Bosque Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Like what you heard? Thank them. Better yet, give them a call the next time your house needs some help. Their number is 444-7200. That's 444-7200. Whether it's a seasonal switch from cooling to heating or something pressing like plumbing, Bosque Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing has got you covered with knowledgeable, friendly staff who make it their point to go above and beyond to get the job done right. Residential, commercial, whatever, Bosque Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing is ready to answer at 444-7200. That's 444-7200.
Hey, this is Lindsay. And this is Ryan. If you liked what you heard on today's podcast, please feel free to leave us a review wherever you're listening. And we will talk to you soon. What's up, Albuquerque? This is Ryan. Lindsay and I want to thank you so much for listening. Each week, we're striving to bring you the best of our community. So want to be involved? Here's three ways you can help. One, if you've got a local business, service, or brand, we'd love to hear from you. Better yet, we'd love to consider interviewing you. All you need to do is email us at abqwhatsup at gmail.com. That's abqwhatsup at gmail.com. Second, you can donate. Like all good things in our city, this show takes time to produce. Want to help pitch in for our gas? Maybe buy us a coffee or a beer? Well, you can do all that at our website. That's www.whatsupabq.com. That's www.whatsupabq.com. And last, you can help us spread the word. Share our episodes and posts on social media and drop us reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. Every bit helps. Thanks. And this is Ryan. And until next time, ciao.